Hello and welcome to today's EACCNY Pulse, a podcast platform that showcases transatlantic business insights from our members. My name is Paolo Ferratini Melendez and I manage our new initiatives here at the European American Chamber of Commerce in New York. So this episode, as a part of our Future of Finance series, will explore banking as a service, an offering that enables customers to manage their banking through their own corporate platforms. HSBC, a platinum member of the ACCNY, and Oracle NetSuite, one of the leading cloud enterprise resource planning systems, or ERP systems, have been working together to provide a uniquely innovative accounts payable solution. And NetSuite is one of the first major ERP platform with natively integrated banking solutions. HSBC intends to broaden its banking as a service offering with more solutions such as accounts receivable and international payments, with the latter enabling making and receiving international payments at local conditions a major breakthrough when it comes to international banking. New about this approach is that HSBC's Banking as a Service proposition will utilize the bank's Application Programming Interfaces, or APIs, to embed its solution in clients' own platforms. So it's not a separate system, rather an embedded system on the client side. HSBC launched its developer portal last June, and in this conversation, we will hear from Jennifer Capasso, U.S. Head of Embedded Banking and Platforms at HSBC, and Yvonne Benninger-Rothschild, Executive Director of the EACCNY, to learn more about the innovative thinking and the strategic outlook that went into implementing such an enormous challenge. We hope that you enjoy. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Yvonne Benninger-Rothschild, and welcome to today's podcast on the future of finance, banking as a service. Uh, Jennifer, welcome to the podcast. Why is the HSBC partnership with Oracle um, such a revolutionizing um, process when it comes to international banking? So the general principle of banking as a service, sometimes it's also referred to as embedded banking, is that a bank or other financial service provider can extend financial products and services into a non-traditional channel. So in the case of HSBC and Oracle NetSuite, Last year, the two companies launched something called AP Automation, which is an end-to-end payment solution that provides companies with automation and integration of the accounts payable journey. Um, And the launch of that proposition has been around two years in the making. It's it's really exciting because this is uh, one of, if not the first, banking as a service solution where a financial institution has natively embedded those financial capabilities in the B2B space. And when I say natively embedded, uh, what that means is that the end user or the customer interacts within one ecosystem, in this case, NetSuite's UI, for both the non-financial and financial components of their AP journey. When we think about the future of banking, we believe that clients increasingly wanna operate and perform the jobs in the platforms that they love If we can integrate into those platforms in a contextualized manner, then at the end of the day, we're creating customer value by simplifying their day-to-day operations. So that combination of customer-led demand and the digitization of financial services creates a tremendous opportunity, not only for banks or the providers of those financial services, but actually for the third-party platforms as well. Yeah, it's fascinating. So what what did it take to develop this platform? Yeah, it, it takes quite a bit from both the technology and operational standpoint, from the technology perspective. And actually, 
I think one of the reasons this is so innovative is because that innovation is driven by the increased evolution and acceleration of digital capabilities. And that's really focused around two things. So the development and use of APIs, which allows the bank to embed the products and services, and the automation of onboarding, fulfillment, and servicing, which creates a more seamless customer experience when interacting with the platform. So all of that foundational work around development of APIs and you know the automation of onboarding, fulfillment, and servicing is, again, foundational work that is needed to be able to launch a embedded banking proposition with a partner. Yeah, you mentioned that this is enabling the banking of the future. Tell me a little bit briefly um, how HSBC sees its own role, but also the value for its client in that new future, the closeness um, that this creates to the client. How um, how does HSBC see that from a strategic viewpoint? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think from an overall business and strategic perspective, when this is executed correctly, I call this like the virtuous triangle. So from a banking or financial services perspective, we are unlocking a new customer acquisition channel that we previously wouldn't have access to. From a partner perspective, the partner gets to extend additional products to their customers and keep them within their own ecosystem. So they're, you know, they're adding value for their clients. And then most importantly, from a customer perspective, the customer benefits from the simplification of automating and integrating into one ecosystem. So it really is a win-win-win for all parties involved. But again, we have to be embedding in the right way and solving problems for customers that customers actually care about. Yeah, interesting. So talk a little bit about the new businesses uh, or the types of businesses you can reach with um, with this kind of service. I mean, there are certain regions where, um, you know, t- um, digital banking is much more prevalent than others. Is this, um, you know, a new way to connect and, and integrate and serve um, underserved business communities and um, in the developed world and um, underdeveloped world? Yeah, so I think the evolution of digital capabilities generally allows financial services firms, banks, and businesses to reach customers that maybe they weren't able to reach previously. In the case with HSBC and NetSuite and our partner alliance, we are certainly reaching clients across the United States. Our uh, initial launch of AP automation is for companies located within the U.S. for U.S. entities, but actually it allows us to reach a broader population across the United States that maybe we wouldn't have otherwise been able to because we didn't have a physical presence there. So, you know, again, back to what is the value proposition across all three parties within the embedded banking solution or or banking as a service solution, it is for both the bank and for customers that new connection to an acquisition channel that we may uh, not have previously had. And build a much more meaningful relationship, no, if you think about it. Yeah, I think anytime that you add value 
and create a service that makes it easier for any business to do their job, you are going to create a better connection, right? Because you're creating a better customer experience. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Um, let's dive into the innovation that is um, that lies behind banking as a service for your clients and for the in- uh, industry as a whole. Can you talk a little bit about the technical innovation apps versus embedded systems that um, went into the development of, of the solution? I think that it goes back to embedding and extending financial products and services natively into a third-party platform, it can only be done through the use of APIs. And, uh, you know, we have developed and used APIs as the technology underpinning of the proposition. The second part that I mentioned earlier, which is the automation of onboarding and fulfillment and servicing is also really important. Important and actually particularly important when you think about the scalability of a proposition like this, because you have to be able to operate quickly and in a frictionless manner to support clients in the best way. So for you know the bank itself, for the partner, it's really about how do you make sure that those foundational technological aspects and elements are ready to be used. Thank you for that. Um, so t- talking about that, building this um, this ecosystem, and um, I mean, you're doing this right now in the business-to-business space. This is primarily, or in the t- um, at this stage of the game, a solution for U.S.-based companies doing business in the U.S. And the, the key value proposition is that direct built-in into their own system, like you said earlier, time-saving, and um, what are some of the other, um, you know, advantages that that you see that made you develop the system? But also, what did you hear from your clients? Um, what did they say to you when you started talking to them about uh, potentially developing the system? I think generally, and particularly in the accounts payable space, right, that there's a lot of manual and disintermediated toil that a company typically deals with when they're thinking about accounts payable and how they pay their suppliers, right? So maybe to bring this to life a little bit and to give an example, I am a business today. I work within my ERP system to invoice to see my invoices and then to pay those suppliers. Um, and maybe I'm, you know, manually uploading or keying in one of my invoices and then I'm putting it in my ARP system. And then I'm swiveling my chair around to my bank and I'm logging into my bank account. And then I'm actually making that payment that I said I was going to make in my ERP system. There's a lot of manual work around that. What we have solved for is the ability for a customer to have that automated and integrated into NetSuite itself. So in the same way that they are, you know, uploading their invoices through automated bill capture, um, instead of having to swivel their chair and go into their banking account with whatever bank they're using or financial services organization they're using, they're also making their actual payments out from the NetSuite UI backed by HSBC and customers want the backing of a financial organization that's 
you know, FDIC insured and full backing of, you know, the banking regulations that we operate within. Yeah. I mean, what I see is um, exactly in the life example that you just described, this is taking a gigaton of, of duplication out of the system. Correct. Because while what I'm doing when I'm uh, managing, um, you know, the relationship with the accountant, which we have outsourced at, at EACC, and then, um, you know, I'm checking the bank statements, I'm checking the, the invoices, and all the steps that are in between that, if um, what you said, since your system is integrating all of this, I don't need to say to, uh, um, you know, the accounting system that this bill is paid. The accounting system will know that this bill is paid. Correct. And it's all reconciled within NetSuite's UI. Yeah, exactly. And with the full backing of HSBC as a bank with its FDIC insurance as a regulated entity within the bank, you know, within the banking industry. So then our treasurer um, would ask me, what about planning? Okay, so we have incoming payments, you know, the memberships, et cetera. Can I tie this into the system? We have enough funds in the account to make payroll, to pay expenses, et cetera, et cetera. Is this tied in as well? Certainly, our vision is that we would automate and integrate all components um, including accounts receivables and including, you know, components of working capital. AP uh, automation right now is really looking at the accounts payable journey itself and how to best optimize that journey, inclusive of how you pay your suppliers. So, you know, the offering itself from the HSBC side and how we make payments, you can make those payments through ACH or actually through virtual card. And what that does is, you know, the ability to optimize your payments to your suppliers actually potentially extends your working capital. If, you know, if that supplier can accept card versus today, you might be paying with an ACH. Yeah, interesting. That's where I was heading with this. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to dive in a little bit more into the technical aspects and how they had to be uh, um, set up in order to offer scalability, because that's really the, I mean, in my view, the key value and it's also a key requirement um, if you want to make this work with your clients. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. And in order to be able to scale the proposition, I mean, this proposition is really about how do you serve as many customers as feel that this product or proposition adds value to them and to be able to acquire, onboard, you know, service those customers. We need to do that in the most efficient way. And so, you know, the importance of being able to, again, going back to digitizing operations and making things more efficient, that is the key unlock to scale. So the challenge is, you know, banks are inherently manual and, you know, there's a lot of, let's say, manual processes associated with the operations typically in the banking sector. It's really about how you know, we move from those manual processes to really automation and digital capabilities. It's that and also scaling it on the client side. The clients that you're working with, are they um, implementing this in at headquarters level? Are they integrating it at more operational level and then scaling it on their side as well? What, what has been your experience with that? 
clients are implementing wherever they make a majority, whatever entity they make a majority of their payments out of. And again, you know, going back to for right now, this is a U.S. offering. But if I am a uh, multi-entity company in the U.S. and I happen to make 80% of my payments out of, you know, either the headquarters or the operating entity, then that's where I am um, using this solution. There is ambition for us as we grow this proposition to, you know, expand those services to multiple entities uh, internationally, making sure that we're offering a full range of products and capabilities, both domestically and internationally. Interesting. Gets me right to, so what's next? Um, what what other services, you alluded to them um, a, a little bit on the around the edges, but what are the other services that you're planning to integrate into into that system? Yeah, I think generally when we speak to clients and, you know, some of the first feedback that we've been receiving is really customers are looking for, okay, you know, it's great to have an accounts payable journey. Can I do the same thing on the accounts receivable side? I think on the accounts payable side, multiple ways of paying. So, you know, there's opportunity to grow those areas from not just ACH and virtual card, but into wire payments, domestic or international wires, real-time payments, which are offered more broadly in the industry. So there's a number of areas that we want to make sure that we are thinking about when we expand the proposition and we want that to be customer driven. So where we think that we will add the, the most value for customers is where we'll really prioritize to expand. How about FX? I mean, FX should be fairly easy to tie into this, isn't it? Yeah, I think it comes back to payments and how you pay suppliers, right? So there are FX components within that payment space. And it's there are multiple products that could solve for FX needs of clients. So yes, we would absolutely include uh, foreign exchange within our roadmap for where we would want to expand. Yeah, including um, hedging and, you know, FX planning, because again, that's a cash flow, um, you know, issue, which is important, especially if you're doing this on a large scale. How about lending? Is that too complex for now as an issue to be integrated into this? I think that there are considerations with every product that we would consider expanding, you know, our proposition. One, we want to be client led. Two, we want to make sure that it it makes sense from you know a banking perspective that we are still meeting all of our parameters that we would look at generally from a banking perspective. But that's not to say that, again, any product we would look at and want to think about how we expand the proposition to meet customer needs. So lending is, you know, one one of many products that in the future we would certainly want to expand into. Yeah. The last issue that relates to that, um, that I want to hear your thoughts on, this system integration and the advantages that this offers is also affecting um, HSBC internal systems, internal structure, how you do business. Let's stay on the wholesale banking operation. Can you share a little bit um, what you see coming down the, the pike as far as the operational aspects internally at HSBC will be affected by this? I think generally the um, the benefit of working in different channels allows us 
to be more efficient both internally and through a partner alliance. So all of the benefit from, you know, again, the digitization and evolution of how we make our operations more efficient with a partner has a dual benefit in our BAU operations. So I see this as a very good thing. Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, and 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 the fact that you've just been elevated to the US head of embedded banking and platforms, that tells me that strategically HSBC is is really looking at this as a major shift in how you're operating yourself, how you're doing business and beyond how you're engaging with your customers because it will have um, lead to structural changes internally for uh, um, that you need to address. Every financial services organization needs to be thinking about how we best support customers um, and support their businesses in the future in the best way possible. And so we do feel that this is a channel and a proposition, banking as a service, that customers will find add value to their business as a whole. Without a doubt. I mean, I can tell you from my own experience with account receivables and accounts payables, it's very time consuming. And if that can be, uh, um, you know, made easier and more integrated, I'm all for it. Uh, very interesting uh, to see what, what you together with Oracle um, developed. Thank you, Yvonne. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the EACCNY Pulse. Please don't forget to rate and review this podcast episode. And be sure to subscribe to stay up to date on transatlantic business insights. For more information about the European American Chamber of Commerce and how to join, please reach out to membership at eaccny.com. We look forward to hearing from you.